So, uh, full disclosure, I'm working remotely today, feeling a little under the weather. But I hope Dave Rieger is back there. I, I, I imagine he is in the fetal position, rocking back and forth, sobbing uncontrollably. Because Dave Rieger, who produces Focus with Paul W. Smith, which you can hear right before me from noon to two, um, is a Denver Bronco fan. And the Broncos will be in town in mid-December to take on the Lions. And Roger Goodell, who was in town for the Thanksgiving game, I believe, uh, had made a comment to local media, I believe it was Dan Miller on Fox 2, that said, he said that networks are calling off the hook, basically, to get the Lions on their schedule. And now the Lions are adding another primetime game, this time against the Denver Broncos, Ford Field, uh, it'll be a primetime Saturday game held on December 16th at Ford Field. I, I do I do just need to check that. On ESPN, it says uh, the 17th, but I guess that was the flex date to the 16th. Um, 8.15 kick, uh, and I believe uh, that game will be an NBC game. Uh, I guess I don't see what the... Because the Saturday game is, is not a normal... Game, so I don't know what what network's airing it, but Broncos Lions prime time from Ford Field, mid December. It's very exciting. It's very exciting. I I, I can't wait for that game uh, personally. Um, in the meantime, we're talking about a lot of issues uh, today, and that includes the UAW in the Big Three, and and now the UAW rolling out this plan to go after other. Plants that are not unionized, that are not under the UAW umbrella, particularly those foreign automakers or uh, uh, EV makers in the United States, those like Tesla and Lucid. Um, I I don't know that they're going to have a great success. We'll hear some Merrick Masters audio from J.R. Mooring coming up at 335. Um, but if you want to weigh in on that, 800-859-0957. Let's go to Tom in Trenton real quick. Hey, Tom. Hey, how's it going? Good. What's going on? Hey, here's the crazy part. They don't want their plants unionized, but they all hire Detroit contractors to build and maintain their plants. <laughs> I know several Detroit contractors that are working for Toyota, Hyundai, BMW, all across the South mm-hmm. because they know Detroit contractors understand under time, under budget, and we build plants. We're very yeah. niched in what we do, and they hire yeah. us and pay per diem without even blinking an eye. That goes to show you sure. they're not totally against the union. They're not totally against the union, but again, that's you're, you're talking more of the decision makers up top as opposed right. to the workers on the floor. I'm not so sure that that flies. I, I think there is a contingent of people that would be willing to unionize, but, but the fact that companies like Toyota basically got up to where the UAW deal with the big three was, the fact that they got up to that point by themselves, I, I think is is will do them good in fighting off the UAW, if that's what they want to do. I don't think the companies want the UAW rolling in. But from a worker perspective, I think that that goodwill from the company, getting that uptick in, in hourly wages, I think that helps their cause of fighting off UAW union uh, ship in some of these other facilities down south. Fair? Oh, yeah. Well, here's the thing. We don't need political pressure fighting off the UAW like what happened in Tennessee with Volkswagen. 
Republicans yep. need to understand self-determination does not include a political weigh-in because they are against it versus what the vote is of the people. Yeah, there's no doubt about it. And I think, yeah, and Tom, I appreciate the call. I think that when you look at it, you know, there are polls out there that show that there is a tremendous amount of support for for unionship right now. There's a tremendous amount of support for the UAW and their stance that they took on the big three. So I think that there is something to be said about the time to strike is now. I still think they got a tough road in some of these states, just geographically, based on a lot of these states are right to work. But we'll hear from Eric Masters coming up at 335. Uh, in the meantime, uh, Nolan Finley, our friend over at the Detroit News, wrote an interesting piece uh, talking about Israel and how they must finish the job on Hamas. But Nolan, uh, who joins us now, Nolan, good to, good to talk with you. Those, those at the top, those making decisions in the Mideast, um, during a ceasefire, it's very difficult because now both sides are able to regroup and 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 kind of gain their footing again but the IDF and and Israel seems dead set on eliminating Hamas is that easier said than done well yeah i mean it's a tough mission but they've committed themselves to it and my concern as i expressed in the in the column today is that uh there will be now now that they've agreed to a ceasefire and it seems to be dragging on as Hamas dribbles out these these hostages there will be increased pressure uh, from uh, outside forces to continue the ceasefire, to make it permanent. And Israel cannot afford to do that. They went into Gaza with an express purpose. It wasn't revenge. It wasn't retaliation. Uh, It was to destroy Hamas, to keep them from repeating uh, their horrible atrocities of October 7th. And they can't, they can't quit that fight. If they do, everything they've done so far is for nothing. The interesting thing, though, too, is when you go back to the, the late 2000s or the mid-20-teens or even as, even as recently as 2021, there was always a ceasefire that, that put a, a, an end to the, to the bloodshed. But it almost feels, yeah, and, and where do we where does that leave us? Eventually, there is more conflict. Eventually, there is more death, and eventually, there is more bloodshed. And so it, it doesn't feel like a ceasefire, a long-term ceasefire, a long-term lasting ceasefire is in the cards here. Well, not unless Hamas is out of the picture. Uh, I think the mission on Israel's part is to destroy Hamas, break its hold on the Palestinian Palestinian people on Gaza, find a new governing uh, body for Gaza, whether it's the Palestine, a reformed Palestinian authority or something else, hopefully put together with the help of the Arab world who continues to fund this Hamas terrorism, but does nothing to uh, you know, help push a long-term solution in this region, and then you move on. You can move forward, hopefully, to a more peaceful solution. We haven't had legitimate peace negotiation in the in that region, but, you know, between these two two entities in more than a decade. You know, the other the other thing here is is the hostages, and that's what this temporary ceasefire now is focused on: is getting these hostages out. 
if if the IDF and the Israelis are able to extract the hostages that Hamas is holding, does that open up the playbook, so to speak, for for Israel and the IDF when it comes to Hamas and, and their efforts to eliminate them? I, you know, I'm not sure that Israel felt its hands were at all bound by the hostages. I think they've taken the the made the calculation that some of these hostages are either already dead or will die. But they've got to do what they have to do to protect the rest of their people. And if they allow Hamas to gauge in hostage diplomacy, uh, this hostage taking will never end. How how much is is Israel influenced by some of the the outside noise from countries around the world, namely the United States, namely those that are outspoken against what Israel is trying to do in in kind of rooting out Hamas root and stem? Are they influenced at all? Do you think I got 30 seconds left here? Well, I think um, President Biden has been fairly strong for the uh, for the the Israelis. He's getting a lot of pressure within his own party, but I believe Israel's going to do what it has to do. Yeah. Nolan Finley, great stuff, great piece once again in the Detroit News. We'll talk again soon, bud. Thank you. Yeah, you got it. That's Nolan Finley, the editorial page editor of the Detroit News. You want to weigh in? 800-859-0957. Some interesting Merrick Masters audio from J.R. Morning today, talking about the UAW and their efforts to infiltrate some of these facilities and gain more union membership from automakers around the country. That's next.